This week, we are talking all about talking conversations. Ah, yes. And actually, a study that came out of Great Britain says, on average, we have about 27 conversations per day, and they last about 10 minutes each. That's a lot of talking. If you think about that, that's about four and a half hours of talking. Now, some days may be more, some days may be less. And of course, technology changes with things with regards to conversation, but I want us to dive into the in-person conversations we have in the next couple of episodes because I'm gonna teach you the two ways we have conversations and some great tools that you can use for more effective communication. So let's get started. Hi there, welcome to the Strength Yoga and Freedom Podcast. My name is Justin. I'm just so excited that you're here. This is the podcast where we use the philosophy of yoga in a practical and everyday way, one small step at a time to become happier people. Now, before we get started in this mindful communication toolkit episode, I want to just cover a couple things. If you have yet to take a look at the yoga class I just released on our YouTube channel on Wednesday, May 24th, which was last week. Check that out. You might be listening to this podcast on the YouTube channel. So just go into the recently posted videos and you'll see it there. It's a great 30-minute class called Flow and Go. I think you'll really enjoy it. We do some great restorative poses. We do some movement. We do some yin poses, some nice relaxing stretch at the end. So please check that all out. There's also links in the description of either the episode that you're listening to on the podcast or on YouTube where you can follow me on Instagram, you can buy me a coffee, you can go into listener support, you can even sign up for our weekly newsletter, you can get great discounts on Kenzie's sweet treats, those are out there as well. She's got a great baking business and it's a lovely and it's delicious. And you can also take a look at, sometimes I put personalized links in there where I know I have a journal linked in there that I love using. So if you wanna get an inexpensive journal, there's a link in there too. So all of that's there. So let's get into this episode. Now, communication, as we know, is key to survival in many ways. We also know that nonverbal communication makes up maybe a lot more of our communication than verbal, right, nonverbal, but we are going to be zeroing in on the conversations we have as human beings with other human beings in person this week. This is what we're talking about, in person. So before any we go any further, I wanna just clarify, that we are gonna do, what we are gonna discuss is communicating from mindfulness today and communicating from feelings on Thursday. Now, there will be some overlap because when you're talking about communication, you can't help sometimes talking about feelings or the way we react and the way we are mindful and on and on. So I'm going to try to keep this a little bit as separate as I can, but there is some overlap here as well. Here's what we're not going to discuss, though. We are not going to be talking about how to effectively uh, have a conversation over the phone through text message or email. And we're also not talking about conversations that we are having with people about another person who is not present. Now, I'm not saying that phone call conversations or text message conversations or email or talking about other people when they're not present is a bad thing or we shouldn't do those things, right? I'm not talking about that. 
But for the sake of what we're learning, we're focusing on conversation with someone else that is present right in front of us, and we're discussing a topic of some kind. And I'll give you examples. So we're not talking about other people. Talking about other people when you're in a conversation with someone is a whole separate topic. Because there are times where you need to speak about other people to work through things when you're talking to another person. And so that's a whole different thing. But we're talking about in-person conversation regarding topics. Now, when you study any kind of communication, you learn that there are many types of communication styles, skills involved with effective communicating like confidence, responsiveness, active listening, empathy, respect, on and on. But I'm not here to give you a college communication 101 course or a high school communication class. We're not talking about that. We're getting real about what we deal with in the real world when we are communicating with other people. And today we're gonna be discussing that all about communicating with mindfulness. Now, as I mentioned, on Thursday, we're gonna talk about communicating from feelings. Please understand, both are very important, both are very necessary, and both can yield different outcomes. But blending them together in synchronicity is a really, really cool thing to do, and we're gonna talk about all that. You see, one of our yamas, or restraints, as we call them in yoga, is called satcha, which means truthfulness. It means coming from a place of being real or authentic, the center of you, the center of your being. Now, this doesn't mean you're coming from the easy center of you. Being real is not being easy. It's not easy to be real either, but being real allows you to be free. And guess what else it teaches you? That you do not need to defend yourself. How many times do you find yourself defending yourself? I do that a lot. And you see, we only defend what we perceive to be fragile, to be in jeopardy, maybe we're gonna lose something, or we defend what we think is vulnerable. When we start to defend ourselves, we do not tap into Sacha we start to tap into ego. We feel we need to protect ourselves somehow. Here's an example. Let's say you're asked to go out with your friends and you know that while that sounds like super fun, you have a project due for school or for work coming up and you just want that extra half hour or hour after your day concludes or your other obligations are over to spend on that project. You need to take a little time for that project. So going out today is out of the question. But maybe you say yes but you really mean no. Well, what does that mean? Think about what you're actually saying. You know what that means? It means you're perceiving something that is dangerous, so you decide to lie. Now, what's so dangerous about this situation? Is it acceptance from your friends that you've decided, I can't say no to this because I feel it's dangerous, so I'm gonna lie instead. Only you, know the answer to that question. But this is gonna set us up for what we're gonna learn next. As we go through these tools, keep this in mind, how you practice Satcha or your truth when you have conversations. Communicating from mindfulness means a couple of different things. You actually are gonna be present, you're choosing to be present. You are not interrupting the other person. You are showing nonverbal cues that you are listening by nodding or shaking your head, or you move your hands or whatever it is with your body language. You are being empathetic and you're not judging what's happening. Those of us who decide to be nice all the time 
when we are communicating with others, and by nice, I am talking about not being in your own truth by ignoring the mindfulness, which basically what that means is we are lying on repeat. Those of us who decide to be nice all the time we're communicating with others. We just lie on repeat over and over. So let me give you an example of that. Have you ever had a conversation with someone? As soon as you get one sentence or two out of your mouth, the other person starts talking all about themselves. Boy, I know someone like this. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. This other person comes right in after a few sentences and starts monopolizing the conversation. What that person doing is doing is trying to pull the attention from you to them, which is actually phony and it's actually fake and it's actually lying. You see, that person is not showing empathy. They are not present and they're basically interrupting what you are talking about to discuss themselves so that the light shines on them to feel better about themselves. That is not your problem. Because doing that is a recipe for disaster. No one's gonna wanna talk to that person. I sure don't like talking to that person when I'm around them because that's all you hear is the same repeat stuff. You say one thing and it automatically gets turned into a conversation all about them. No matter what you say, this is someone who is displaying an image rather than being real. That's why it's phony, that's why it's fake. So how can you communicate from mindfulness, from your truth? Let's talk about these tips. The first tip is to identify if you are in a good place to have a conversation. If someone catches you off guard, you have every right to say, listen, I am not in a place to have this conversation right now. When I am ready, I will let you know, or I'll come back to you in an hour, or when you settle yourself down, like, you know, if someone's speaking to you charged emotionally, remember I told you these things could overlap, the mindfulness and the, and the emotional stuff? If someone's coming at you with an emotionally charged phrases or speech, you can say, listen, when you're finished uh, speaking like that, then we can have a conversation. Being aware that as a person who is trying to be mindful is actually honoring yourself and the other person by removing yourself from a heated conversation temporarily. It's a great tool when you feel a lot of emotions and you don't know what to say. You can also say, I don't know what to say right now, okay? I don't know what to say in response to this. So in my opinion, I would like to rather say nothing and come back with something when I have thought about it. And in my opinion, it is better to say nothing than to start talking about all about yourself. Like I use that person in the example from before who turns the conversation to themselves constantly. When you stop and you think about things before you communicate back, especially if it's a harder conversation, you're honoring yourself, you're honoring your truth. Now, what is the purpose of the conversation? That's number two. What is the purpose of the conversation? So if you're engaging in mindful communication, you are aware that there is a purpose to what you're discussing. So example would be, if you're discussing what you're eating for dinner later, then that's the purpose of the conversation. You keep that purpose in mind when you are talking to another person. If your thoughts start to spin, you're gonna go off on a tangent and that's going to lead to circles of the same dialogue and you know what that is? A waste of time. So having purpose-driven conversation helps you really 
in any situation, but especially again, if it's a difficult conversation. So if you need to tell someone that you're no longer going out on Friday nights because you're working on finding a new job, that's the purpose of the conversation. Whatever they say in response actually doesn't matter that much other than them showing some empathy to you that that's what you're gonna be doing. But for you, the purpose is what it is. It is that you are no longer going out on Friday nights and that's the purpose of the conversation. The third little trick I have and tool for you is avoiding mind reading. Now, a lot of us think that we are mind readers, but there is a pitfall to being a mind reader. One of the things that helps here is that you wanna listen and not draw inferences, which is very difficult to do because society teaches us we should be judging things all the time. Now, I actually struggled with this for a very long time. So I used to say things like, oh, we finish each other's sentences if I was in relationship with someone. And I don't mean necessarily romantic one. It could be any kind of relationship. We finish each other's sentences. Ha 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 ha. Well, when you say that, you're actually misleading others because you may know the habit of what someone else is going to say, but you do not know what they are thinking. You have zero idea what they're thinking. You may think that you know what you're thinking because you can quote, finish the other per person's sentences. You have no idea what they're really thinking though. And this also happens when we are anticipating what someone else will say so that we have a response ready to go, don't we? Thinking that you know what someone else is thinking is called mind reading. And the pitfall that you will experience is that you are going to put words in someone else's mouth, which is really assuming that you know what they are thinking. That's basically lying and you don't know what they're thinking. So we don't wanna lie and assume that we know what they're gonna say or how they're gonna react. You don't know, so let them speak and listen. If you need clarification and you don't understand, ask for clarification instead of just assuming that you know what they're going to say. Just listen, try not to predict because you just don't know. And next, if you are the one who is speaking, ask yourself the question about meaningful conversation. And the question is, is what I'm saying actually meaningful and worth my time? Or are you just going around in circles? You see, some of what we're talking about here will show up in the next episode too, as I have said a couple times before, especially this. If someone is telling you a story about how they had to clean the carpets because their child spilled milk everywhere and how it was so frustrating because they keep doing that over and over and they're trying to teach their child not to play with the cup or whatever they're doing, okay? You have two choices when it comes to that. You can immediately start talking about yourself and your carpets over and over, or you can continue to listen and let them push through the frustration while you are compassionate and empathetic. You do not have to say anything other than I understand how frustrating that is, even if they, the other person pauses. That's meaningful enough instead of going on a five-minute tangent about yourself and your frustrations. The purpose of the conversation is not about your carpets, it's about their carpets. If they wanna know about yours, they will ask you. Number five, and we're gonna talk, continuing talking about opinions here, your opinions do not matter when you're communicating mindfully, especially when you're listening. Every single day when you get into conversations, they can happen randomly or planned, 
And when this happens, you are either the one obviously to start them or someone is starting one with you. And if you start one, you might be giving an opinion about something. Yes, absolutely. But the truth is the other person has their opinion about something too. And so we need to remember they may not give a shit about your opinion. They may not agree with your opinion. We don't know because we are not mind readers. If you want someone else's opinion, ask them for it during the conversation. Like, well, what do you think about those blinds that I hung earlier today? You see, the beauty of effective communication mindfully is that we can learn from each other's opinions and experiences, but we must do it mindfully because it doesn't matter. If you are listening, then giving your opinion, which maybe was not asked for, is going to feel like you're not listening and can damage relationships. And finally, and maybe most importantly, stop the planning of what you are specifically going to say. Planning to have a conversation is different than actually planning the conversation. We as humans love to plan things. It makes us feel safe. It makes us feel, feel secure. That's fine. But if you are in a conversation with someone, planning what you are going to say next means you are not listening. You're just listening. You're not listening to what they're saying. You're just listening for that. You're listening to their voice and you want them, you're wait, basically waiting for that pause, that little window of opportunity so that you can start speaking because you're thinking about what you're gonna say next and you're not listening anymore. But if you're speaking from your heart, you will be coming from a place of truth. But we start planning every single thing we need to say and when we do that, we're not truthful anymore because we're basically like a construction worker building this kind of building that has no supports. You're just having diarrhea of the mouth. Let things flow naturally when you yourself is speaking and choose your words carefully as they're coming out of your mouth. Not 20 minutes before you actually have the conversation with the person. Because if you think too much before, that's where your focus is gonna be and then you're not gonna be present. So if you're speaking, think about what you say right before you say it. And if you're listening, you don't need to plan what you're going to say next as they're speaking. You can pause, you can say, let me think about that for a moment before I respond. Think about it for a second and then respond. That's meaningful response. That's meaningful ways to communicate. It's communicating being mindful. The ability to uh, speak mindfully takes a lot of practice because we are very impulsive people, creatures, right? But there is one thing to remember when it comes to mindful communication, and that is, again, you have the opportunity to be as real as possible, letting the words represent the true purpose of why you are talking. Or, as a listener, you're letting the words someone else is saying land in a way that is thought-provoking, thoughtful, and meaningful, rather than defensive. Now, what happens when we speak from feelings and emotions? What happens? Well, you can probably guess, and on the next episode, I'm gonna teach you some ways to regulate this, especially if you're going to need to have a really difficult conversation that will be emotionally charged, like a breakup or apologizing to people, or you might have to terminate someone's employment or telling people you're moving away or telling people that there was a death, so on. Each person processes things very differently when it comes to feelings, but each person still processes. 
At our core, we all process things. We just process things a little differently. And communicating when we are actually still processing things can lead to trouble. So we're gonna talk about that next time. But in the meantime, over the next few days before we get to that next episode, really think about when you're in conversations with people, pause and start to notice, are you actually present and being mindful while the other person is speaking? Are you listening without judgment? Are you ready to give empathetic responses like I understand how that could feel instead of telling a long and drawn out story about yourself? What do you think you can do for mindful communication for yourself? And I will see you on the next episode. Okay, one last thing. The content in the Strength, Yoga, and Freedom podcast is not intended as a replacement or a substitution for the advice of any medical professional, like a physician, a psychologist, or a qualified therapist, or any other medical professional. It is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only.